listening to ESL Talk, a podcast made for English teachers by English teachers. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another new episode of ESL Talk. This week, our episode is going to focus all about EAP, teaching EAP, and also listening to a student's experience of being an EAP student in Canada. I'm really excited to share this interview with you in this episode because um, I was actually able to interview a former student who was um, an EAP student of mine um, and the success and the progress she's made in a very short time is really really impressive um, and the fact that she's able to come onto the podcast to talk about her experience I think is um, is something that I didn't think she'd be able to do when I first uh, met the student so um, our guest Jana is going to join us today to talk about her experiences of learning in a university in Canada um, of studying an EAP program how it helped her how it could benefit her and some advice and some steps um, that you might be able to incorporate and use for the international students that you work with. Uh, last week's episode with Adam, again, was really well received and it was a really long episode. We had a really detailed chat where we talked a lot about building um, and nurturing your classroom environment and building that positive environment for teachers as well. So do feel free to go back and check that out if you haven't. Um, but that was a really um, long episode, but a really useful one as well. So we hope you enjoyed listening to that episode too. A couple of little announcements before we get started um, on today's um, interview. Um, firstly, just wanted to um, point out that we have made a few changes with the setup of the podcast. So as you can probably hear, the sound is much clearer. Um, hopefully the audio comes across a lot better for you as a listener. Um, we really wanted to focus on improving that process. So I think we are now at that stage where we can do that. So hopefully you can enjoy the improved sound quality. Also, we have launched a YouTube channel. So if you prefer to watch or listen on YouTube, you can do that. You can just find us on YouTube. You can just search ESL Talk Podcast. You can also go to the website esl-talk.com 
youtube.com. There is a link for YouTube on there, so you can just click that link and then you can catch up with all of our previous episodes. We are starting to add some video clips and snippets in there as well, so you can get to know our guests a little bit better. Um, so do feel free to check that out if you have a moment and subscribe, we'd really appreciate it um, a lot. In terms of the podcast itself, again, the growth this year in 2023 has been unbelievable. Um, like I said, we're averaging around 10,000 downloads a month now, which is something that me and Faye didn't really think was possible um, when we started out a couple of years ago. Um, but we're making that progress. We're getting your support and we really appreciate that a lot. Um, if you do want to help us out, you can leave us a five star rating on your podcast provider of choice. Uh, mostly, I guess, Apple um, podcasts and Spotify is where most of our listeners um, join us from. So if you are able to drop um, a five star review and just leave, uh, you know, a comment what you honestly think about the podcast we'd really appreciate that a lot um, and again our ongoing partnership with crystal clear esl continues so if you would like to get access to over 600 plus esl lessons that cover all different parts of esl teaching so if you're a kids teacher if you're a speaking teacher or a writing teacher an ielts teacher a business english teacher we've got you covered on there 600 plus interactive beautifully designed very clear uh, lessons with teacher notes and everything that you need to just teach right away um, you know out of the off the shelf or out of the bag it's ready to go you just need to simply go to esl-curriculum.com and you can sign up for your free two-week trial if you like it and it works for you great if it doesn't that's fine as well but we just want to help you guys out with materials and tools for you to be successful so if you'd like to be a guest on an upcoming episode, we are getting lots and lots of requests, which is great. Please feel free to keep those coming in. Just simply go to our website, esl-talk.com. There is a button at the top, be a guest. Just click on that, fill in a couple of short little details. We'll be in touch to follow up for an interview. And then you can be part of the podcast as well, especially if you have you know, a passion project, something you really love about teaching or the English language. We'd love to hear it. So feel free to go ahead, go to the website, fill in the form, and we'll be happy to accommodate and hopefully get you on very soon as a guest to the podcast. All right, so why don't we hear from our guest today, Jana, who's going to share with us her experiences of being an EAP student in Canada. She's going to reflect on what things um, she really enjoyed, what worked well for her, give some advice to teachers and students alike as well. And we can hopefully use this as a way to help us prepare for international students, teaching them, making sure that they have a good environment to learn in and that they're supported and nurtured as students as well in the new country and in the new classroom. So let's go ahead with today's interview. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right. Hi, Jenna. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Danielle. Hey, no problem. I'm so honored today to be in your podcast. Thank you so much. Um, could you tell us a little bit about yourself before we begin for our listeners? Okay. So, hello, listeners. I'm Jenna Najad, and I am from Kuwait. I grew up actually there, and now I am in Canada studying um to complete my degree in dentistry and uh, I have been in Canada I think eight months uh, and I'm waiting to complete my studies and done uh, from getting uh, my dentistry degree. Wow amazing so um, tell us Jenna what motivated you to pursue your studies in Canada and why did you choose Canada in particular? Okay, so basically, I am uh, a fully scholared, uh, scholarship international student. So it is required for me to, to pursue and participate in EAP course. So it can uh, improve my English and uh, I can manage and adapt easily with uh, my studies. And actually, I choose um, particularly Canada. It's a long story, but I will give it a quick um, about it. So... I remember that I came here in Canada maybe before 10 years and the first time I put my foot in Canada I told my family that one day I will be studying in Canada but now actually I feel I wanted to study in Canada because it has the best academic degree Mm -hmm. and I am dreaming also to get um, the Canadian board and also that will benefit my career uh, after I get the degree right uh, actually in dentistry and in addition to that I also choose Canada because it has a lot of uh, outdoor activities where Mm -hmm. I love to do Amazing. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, you said you studied EAP, first of all, and that really helped you Mm -hmm. to adapt and and to use your English um, to help you with your studies. So tell me then, um, how has your language proficiency improved since you started studying? So you you did EAP first, and now you're obviously studying for your dentistry degree. So how has your language uh, proficiency improved since starting your studies in Canada? And what helped you the most in learning English when you got to Canada? 
Okay, so basically, um, how my proficiency in English gets um, to uh, improve, uh, but it's by practicing. I used to practice everything that I learned as since the EAP in my normal life and my my day. Uh, also, I uh, challenged myself and forced myself to uh, learn more and everything that I get it new, I should practice it and use it in my daily life. In addition to that, I tried to engage with different background people and different cultures and even uh, try to learn uh, what I prefer or what I wanted to learn in English. Instead, my mother language, is, which is Arabic. Amazing. So, of course, this, this change is not easy. And, you know, um, I was fortunate enough to work with you for a little bit. And I know some of the challenges that you and some of your friends faced as well, moving to a new country. So could you share some challenges you faced during the move to Canada and your studies? And how did you overcome those challenges at first, Jana? Okay, so I faced a lot of challenges um, since the first day that I came here. Uh, it was, of course, hard at the beginning, but after a while, I get to use and adapt with these challenges. The first challenge, and it was the hardest, which is homesick. I really miss my family a lot. and um, But now we are living in a modern life. There's a cell phone, and I can talk to them and even FaceTime them anytime that I want. And always that I put one act in my mind that one day I will finish studying and go back and they will be proud of me uh, that I get the degree and studied hard. In addition to that, other obstacle that I face is managing my time. Mm -hmm. Actually, it was so hard. I couldn't even um, know what what should I do at, or what my priority to do in, in the day or, or the rest of the week. So how did I overcome them? I tried to plan my day and even my week and write what what I need to do first, second, and third. That thing helped me a lot to even have a free time to practice what I want. Amazing. It sounds like you've you've really improved those skills, especially time management, because that is something that um, is really important in university, yeah. especially in Canada. So um, let's talk about um, you know meeting students from other backgrounds, other cultures. How have you interacted with other international students and even Canadian students as well? And what have you learned from these experiences? Um, so basically, uh, since I started the university, uh, it is required for us to like engage in labs and uh, lectures. Um, and they choose us in randomly. Uh, they select us randomly. So I need and I'm forced to uh, communicate with uh, these people. And I tried even to participate with them and um, even do some activities, other activities, other rather than studying with them uh, even I learned from them a lot especially um, patient and uh, I need to have the patient um, while like learning from them and even get adapt with them because nothing will happen easily or faster and uh, also one thing uh, I learned from them is I learned a lot of uh, cultures and backgrounds I learned um, some new languages even, even like um, the hardest thing uh, the hardest languages and a lot from them wonderful 
it's great. It, it seems like, as, again, you're able to open your mind and not just learn about Canada, but also other cultures, other backgrounds, other people as well. So um, exactly. what were the cultural differences, the biggest cultural differences you faced between Canada, North America and Kuwait? And how did you navigate or how did you solve these differences that you faced? Okay, so actually, um, there is not a lot uh, differences between uh, our culture and Canadian culture, because um, both of them are uh, company combination with um, multiple cultures. In Kuwait, um, we we have a lot of immigrant people, and we are so satisfied and happy with them. Mm-hmm. And we work with them, study with them, and even learn a lot with them. Um, since I came here, I didn't face a lot of like difficulties from their from Canadian culture, but um, I tried to um, practice their culture and try to adapt myself and see them as their normal people, and even try to uh, learn more about their cultures. Wow, that's really it's a really good approach to have to have that open mind, and maybe for our listeners, um, a lot of our listeners maybe don't know much about Kuwait. Is there a lot of opportunities to teach English in Kuwait? Are there a lot of English teachers from other countries in Kuwait? Yeah, actually, there are. They are from multiple countries, and uh, even you can participate in uh, like local school or private uh, private school. Uh, you can see uh, and have the opportunity to learn English in multiple places. Amazing! That's really good to know. So yeah, Kuwait is a, a another great place where you could teach um, if you're looking to teach in other countries as well. Um, so Jana, have you had any memorable experiences, positives, or maybe some? cultural shocks um, during your time in Canada. And can you share any anecdotes or any stories about these cultural shocks you might have faced since you moved? Okay, so what um, shocked uh, I have uh, and I faced uh, since I came here in Canada is that every single place that I go to and starting to tell them that I study dentistry, they were being, oh, that's amazing and that's good for you and they like support me and motivate me to complete and they're so happy that um, I am participating in their country and their universities and I'm doing a lot for them and uh, also what another shock uh, that I have um, faced here that here in Canada the second I think language that they talk uh, is uh, French so since I came here, they, I remember one time I was um, at the grocery st- uh, store. One one woman pointed at me and told me, pardon. And I was like, what she's trying to tell me or what, what, what did she want? And I realized that pardon means many things, many phrases. It's just one word, but it can uh, reflect many, many phrases. So I was like, oh, it's okay to have combination between both languages and they can use it in their daily life. So. Yeah, that's one thing I yeah. should also about. I mean, you, you, you think you know English and even for me as a native speaker sometimes, you know, we have all yeah. those, you know, those those homophones where we have different sounds or similar sounds, different meanings and synonyms and all those kinds of things you have to navigate. So it is a challenge for sure, but I'm really happy to hear that people have been so supportive and they've been, you know, encouraging you and being positive, which is good. Um, so as an international student coming to study in Canada and obviously studying EAP, what were some extracurricular activities or clubs that you've participated in during your studies and how have they helped you to have a better experience as an international student? 
So basically, I participated uh, not uh, at like multiple uh, like societies or cultures uh, or clubs, but I tried to uh, when I have a free time, I tried to one time uh, enter a, uh, my university outdoor society where they do some uh, multiple trips. And uh, I remember that I go one time to a hiking trip. It was amazing and I learned a lot. And uh, also one time I tried uh, to go to a road trip with my friends, uh, with a Canadian guide. He told us a lot about Canada, lots of facts that I didn't even know about. And um, uh, also these things that I learned, it has improved many um, sectors in my life and personality. Amazing. So yeah, let's let's expand a little bit on that. So how has studying in Canada impacted your personal growth and development? And how is this going to help you in the future? You know, when you look back in five years or 10 years, how will Canada have helped you to grow personally and, and as a as an individual? Okay, so basically studying abroad in Canada influenced uh, me in many ways, uh, where I find myself in different way and even shape. Uh, I work independently and I try to enhance myself in many ways and I became even more like trust, trustworthy in many sectors. And um, even I figured out my personality and noticed that this improved my life much way that I have expected since I came here to Canada. And this experience have really shaped my future goals. And um, I started to plan and uh, like note everything that I wanted to do in the future here in Canada. Amazing. So for international students, maybe, you know, there's a lot of support in some universities, maybe not so much in others. I know obviously where you studied, there's a lot of support available. So can you talk about the support systems available to international students um, and how did you use them? How did they help you? Okay, so basically in my university, I have um, many international support in each um, uh, major. And I know that there is a support Canadian online platforms that are available online uh, where you can book with them some um, and psychology with them some interview face-to-face -face or in, uh, like by zooming in addition to that um, there is counseling centers in Canada not only at the universities and uh, there were like multiple uh, places that offer for us many uh, help and guidance. In addition to that, um, I think that there is a pre-arrival support in each mm -hmm. university, but not all. And that's where I participate in uh, before I came here to Canada, where they showed me the programs and um, how I can um, attend and participate in uh, the university and try to psychologize uh, my schedule. That's great. I, you know, I think mental health, you know, we all are affected by change and differences. And I can imagine as, you know, it was a long time ago that I studied in another country and to have that support and those services, I think would be really helpful. So can you discuss any specific academic or career goals that you've set for yourself since starting your studies in Canada? When you arrived, did you think, okay, I can do this more, I can do this better? Did you make some goals? Could you tell me a little bit about that, Jenna? Okay, so basically, since I came here, and I started the EAP, I wasn't um, 
the best person that I can even make a small talk with anyone. Mm-hmm. But um, since I came here, I like tried to put um, a goals for me that I wanted to gain or to remember. And uh, I want to even um, be more, more like, more like how I cannot describe it, but even more proficient in each sector in my personality mm-hmm. or even my academic studying. And uh, also uh, for my future goals, I wanted and I wish to get the Canadian board. So it can give me a huge opportunity in my home country when I finish um, studying. It can give me uh, an opportunity in my career. In addition to that, I want to participate in some also um, medical seminars that they make here in Canada and even work uh, with some researchers. Uh, that would affect like my personality in many sectors and even um, my academic studying. Yeah, I think so. It's great that you've set those goals for yourself and that you've realized that you can do this. And, you know, it sounds like you have really great goals, which I'm, which I'm sure you will achieve because, you know, having worked with you a little bit, I know how um how motivated and how hardworking you are as a student. So that's great. So um Jana, can you share any advice or tips to other international students who might be moving to Canada or they might be thinking about moving to Canada? What advice would you give them? Okay, so basically I will give them some multiple um advices. First, don't be afraid because having that chance to study in Canada is the best and greatest chance that any person have ever um, have that opportunity. Even um, try to look for when you came, like when you come here to Canada, try to look for clubs or communities that you prefer or even um, want to learn or know about. Also, try new things. Don't surround yourself with things that you did it before. Just try to look for new things and the things that you wanted to learn or even want to know about. In addition to that, try to balance your life between studying and having fun. Try to find a like a time for you for yourself where you can improve yourself in many ways and many things in your um, free time. Good advice for sure. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Jenna. And just finally, can you reflect on your overall experience studying in Canada so far? Uh, what what will you take away from this experience and you know, as you move forward, what are some things that you will look back on and think that was amazing or I'm so glad I did this? Okay, so basically, I, when, I, when in future, when I think about the things that I did like right now, I will remember that taking this decision is the best choice that I ever, uh, ever make. In addition, I will talk, I will like talk away a lot of things that I have do for the since the first time that I arrived here in Canada. In addition, um, studying here feels very interesting in many ways and sectors. And in addition, I will always remember that I came here for building many things in my personality and life. And also, I will be like more proud of myself and how that I get to improve myself in many ways. Mm-hmm. So thinking back to, you know, EAP, that, that first, the first week or the first few days in EAP, what will you remember most about that experience specifically? Specifically EAP, the whole course was 
anything that remarkable and memorable. I will never forget these days where I get uh, to see myself improving every day and every hour that I spent in AAP. I remember many strategies and the techniques that you teach us to do while we face many difficulties. And these days will never be forgettable. Is It's a really um, the best um, opportunity that I have ever taken. Wow, that's good to hear, Jenna. And I think as well, you know, this, this I think today, just you coming to speak today and to, to talk to us just shows that you don't need to be a perfect English speaker. You don't have to be, you know, worried about making mistakes or, you know, thinking that you're not perfect. Um, it, it, it just goes to show like what you've learned, that confidence, those skills that you can use them and apply them. And hopefully it's helping you now to continue your studies and, and hopefully to graduate and become a dentist and hopefully be successful for many years. So thank you so much for taking some time to share that with us today, Jenna. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Daniel, so much. I'm so glad to be in your podcast and so honored also to talk with you since the last, um, the last date that I have ever seen you. Yeah, exactly. It's great to connect again. And, and this is a great thing as well. You know, it's, it's always wonderful for teachers to be able to reconnect with students they've worked with in the past and see how they've grown and developed. And, you know, I'm, I'm really glad you were able to share your experiences about EAP and how it helped you as well. So thank you so much, Jenna. Thank you, Daniel. Okay, so that was our interview with former EAP student Jenna. And I think it's really wonderful just once in a while to be able to speak to former students who've been able to go on that journey with us as teachers. And we can kind of see, you know, the end result or the outcome for us, which I think is is really wonderful because I think oftentimes as teachers, we sometimes don't really appreciate, you know, the work that we put in and we don't really see the result of our work until much, much later. So, you know, this is really wonderful to review, reflect, and hear how the student has used English and EAP specifically in a university setting to help set them up for their future as a dentist, um, how they've, you know, embraced the experience, how they've tried their best, and, you know, they're able to give advice and give information for other students, which you can hopefully use in your own practice as well. So, again, I'm really proud of this student. You know, I only work with them for a short amount of time, just for a few months. But the fact that they're able now to come onto a podcast like this and talk about their experience um, so confidently in English. And again, we know it's not perfect. And students, you know, their English is not, not going to be perfect. You know, even as teachers, even myself, my English isn't perfect. I can always improve. So the fact that a student um, was willing to, to offer that insight and share that experience, I think, is really invaluable. And hopefully it's motivating for us as well to see that we do make a huge difference in the lives of our students. And we can really help help them to, you know, um, aspire to do more and to be more and to reach their goals using English as well. So before we sign off for this week's episode, um, there's something pretty special heading your way in a few days. So there's going to be a little bonus episode in your podcast feed this week. Um, I'm excited to drop this in. I've been working on something quite um, quite big the last few months, and I'd like to share this with all of you as well. Um, so do keep an eye out for that. I won't say too much because I'd like to hopefully um, give you a bit of a nice surprise and something really interesting that you can hopefully use for yourself as an online teacher. But if you did enjoy the podcast, as always, feel free to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. We really do appreciate that. And also, if you don't follow us on Instagram already, why not? Um, come and join us on Instagram. We're at ESL Talk Podcast. 
Um, on Instagram, we do post um, regularly with updates for episodes. You can find out a little bit more about our guests and you can also get involved in a little bit of Q&A as well. And if you do have any questions about anything, that's always a good place to reach myself or Faye where we'll be happy to respond to your questions. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, again, we've made it really easy for you. Just go to the website esl-talk.com. There you can click the link, be a guest, fill in a couple of short details, and we'll follow up with you to arrange an interview. Again, we've got a really nice long list which we can work through, and that means lots of great content for you as listeners, um, You know, hearing from really passionate educators and English teachers who really want to share what they love about teaching English or learning English. And of course, on the website esl-talk.com, you can also find links and um, all our previous episodes for free. So feel free to take a look at them. And again, you'll see the link to our YouTube page. So if you'd like to check that out and give us a subscribe, we'd really appreciate it uh, as well. And then just finally, one more quick plug for our partner, esl-curriculum.com, crystal clear ESL, where you've got access to over 600 plus interactive ESL lessons, ready to go straight off the shelf. You can enjoy a two week free trial just by joining. So do feel free to take a look at that and see if it's something you might uh, find interesting that might work for you um, in your day to day as a teacher. Save some time on prep and planning as well. So that would be the goal. All right, I'll wrap it up for this week. Um, Again, there's gonna be a little Brucey bonus popping its way into your inbox at some point uh, later on in the week, maybe Thursday, Friday. So do watch out for that. And we'll see you next week for another brand new episode. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for even more ESL teaching content.